Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to Bangers and Mosh, the podcast for heavy music. We're your hosts, Jimmy Daz and Def. What's going on, lads? Oh, yeah. All right, buddy. Fucking back, mate, after Dan had a nice little week off down on the coast. Yeah, mate. Def, that was a bit underwhelming, that, after Daz's, oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I didn't expect him to turn into Macho Man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to do something else. I thought you were going to do your fucking (laughs) Champion of the Sun intro or something. (laughs) I didn't expect your fucking Randy Savage to come out. That came from nowhere, didn't it? Fucking I should should have done my Queen Elizabeth fucking uh, (laughs) fucking impression. Do it now, then. Oh, yes. Welcome to Baggers and Wash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mate, it feels like it feels like a little minute since we last recorded, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that's been ages. Dan's been down to the coast for a nice little cheeky holiday. Uh, yes, yeah. What else has been going on? Not we've much, been really. fucking at some gigs, which yeah, we'll uh, talk about in our roundup show. It's been nice, <laughs> yep. mate, being at shows, isn't it? Daz can tell oh. us all about his train adventure home. Oh my god! So mate. we can uh, we can chat about that. Do you really want to chat about that? No, not really, mate. Go and check it out. Daz Sal Perish on Twitter. Uh, follow the drama unfolding live as he... Uh... <laughs> yeah, follow the drama unfolding live as I'm trying to make it back to my fucking house alive <laughs> on the night train full of scumbags. <laughs> that was funny yeah. as fuck, man. Right, anyway, so today's show, a little while ago over on our Twitter page, at Bangers P, if you're interested, um, we put out a shout like... Would you guys like to give us an album each and then come on the show to talk about that album? So essentially giving us an album, we listen to it, you come on, we'd let you know what we thought. Um, Loads of you said yes. So we're fucking, we're going to go ahead with that um, at the start of next year, once we've got sort of like end of year stuff out of the way. Um, But today we're going to do essentially a pilot of that um, called Bangers and Swaps which is what today's show is. So the premise is I have picked an album for Daz and Def to listen to. Daz has picked an album for us to listen to. Def has picked an album, uh, albums for us to listen to. Um, the thing is we haven't heard these albums before and we have not discussed what we thought of the albums up until this point. So <laughs> we were just chatting before, like I'm fucking shitting it. You two, <laughs> you two are gonna like go. What the fuck is this album you gave me? Like, I'm I'm really worried. Like, that yeah. one of them's gonna get a bit of a kick in on air. Like, it's so a, it's a bit of a mad one as well. And like, we were just saying that we're gonna have to sort of draw some sort of line because we don't want to invite people off on off of Twitter and be like, "You fucking wasted my time with this piece <laughs> of shit. That you." Can't. giving me fucking timmy mallet's greatest <laughs> hits or something do you know what i mean like yeah so don't be doing yeah. that yeah so it won't be giving anyone a dressing down or anything so no absolutely not thing, isn't it? um you so know. yeah we've got a big list of all all you people out there all you good good people who uh who said you'd want to come on and give us albums to listen to so like i said that's something that we're going to start next year and uh, we're pretty stacked up until like january so um, yeah, it is. That is stacked. stacked. That, yeah, that mate. It's just stacked as well, mate. Full of people. That is. But let me tell you. What work to do. Tonight's show yeah. has got six <laughs> fucking six albums that we're going to discuss. And I reckon all six of them are going to go down a storm. That is my personal opinion. There might be a couple of little, I wasn't sure about this, but I think in general, I think it's all going to be positive. So, yeah. We always right, try and keep it posy on here, man. Yeah, man. Posy vibes only. Um, right, lads, stick your keys in a bowl. We're going off with each other's records tonight. We're leaving. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're not leaving with the album we turned up with. <laughs> right, so let us... Going dogging. Going swapping, mate. We're going album swapping. Album swapping. Let's... Uh... Let's get cracking with this. Right, so we're going to start off with the albums that I gave you, boys. Um, Daz, do you want to kick off? Yeah, I can kick off. I Um, gave you three inches of blood with their (laughs) fucking outrageously great fire up the blades. Yeah. Agree. You did. What did you think? Um, Oh, I'm so nervous. 
I was fucking super into it. I mean, yeah. it, look, it was a bit long. It's 51 fucking minutes, it, but it, it is... didn't really feel like sort of 51 minutes. Yeah. I, it I, was a good album. Yeah, man. Um, so the reason I gave this, essentially the reason I gave this to you is because your sort of tastes have started going, you, you've got a little bit more into that traditional metal sound. Yeah, big um, time. And I think this is a really good bridge into that stuff because it's fucking heavy for a start. Like it sounds heavy. You've got the dual vocals, so you've got yeah, the um, you've got the raspy like death kind deathy kind of vocals, and then you've got Cam Pipes with his outrageous fucking like high yeah. pitch King Diamond. King Diamond. So it's a nice. Yeah. It, I felt like it's a nice stepping stone into yeah. that sort of into that sort of world. Yeah, man. Well, I had heard Deadly Sinners on a long time ago. It was on some sort of demo CD I got with a magazine. Can't remember. Yeah. It must have been a Metal Hammer or Crang one. I was super into that, but I really never kind of went in on Three Inches of Blood. Um, but I thought this album was fucking awesome. So <clears throat> the slow building opener f- through the horn, through the horn, is that what it's called? Through, through the horned gate. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, through the horned gate. I mean, like what, the, the, the what mili- a name. The, mi- the military sort yeah. of style drumming on the snare and that. And I thought, oh, here we go. Like, <laughs> better, you know. Um, brace yourself. Better brace yourself. And then it's just straight into old um, Night Marauders. Well, that's oh, a fucking best tune, track. Mate, best that track. Is an absolute what? banger, isn't it? I was straight in. I was straight in at that point. I was yeah, man. Just like, Bloody hell! Um, like Marauders. His, yeah, it's just fucking, fucking awesome. Fucking voice. How? I mean, what a name for a singer with a voice like that. Cam Pipes. It's, I, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> oh, when I kept seeing, it, I thought that's nah, it's, it's a fucking piss take. That's his actual name. Um, yeah, man. He has got some pipes on him. Oh, the production on this is fucking decent as well. Do you want to know yeah. a fact about the production? Another reason I chose this. You're going to tell me that Joey Jordison did it, aren't you? Yep. he's yeah. He was a massive Three Inches of Blood fan, and this was the first album he ever produced. So this That's was his... Right, yeah. I mean, what... It sounds fucking incredible for an album, for your first go at producing a record. It's not it bad going, isn't it? sounds fucking brilliant. Yeah, my jaw hit the floor when I read that, because after I finished listening to it, I did a bit of research... And I saw that, and I was just like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, mate. He um <clears throat> he went on to produce the album. So I, I, I mean, they they had loads of lineup changes over the years. Um, but the album after this was called "Here Waits Thy Doom," which he also produced. But they by this point lost Jamie Hooper, who was the um the the more growly singer. So mm, the album yeah. after this is just straight up like cam pipes vocals which i wasn't yeah. too key i prefer this i well like the, yeah me too like the contrast in vocals yeah. was always the thing that gets got me well on board like i love yeah. that shit yeah you have to have like the harsh with the the smooth he's got so a great harsh voice as well hasn't he yeah man like yeah proper mate <laughs> it's, it's fucking really good fucking i mean good, and it like i also i also kind of thought you would dig the whole fucking this has got like a real like warcraft um, yeah mate lord battle, of the rings yeah, battle yeah big old fantasy battle on that man yeah yeah like the cover's awesome. got about 37 weapons on it uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, just, yeah that the yeah. tracks are called fucking goat riders horde trial of champions like the great Hall of champion feasting. opens with an old all right it does mate yeah yeah <laughs> i just all wanted right. to bang on my kettle helmet now on myself with a lance and let slip the dogs of war mate like i was just in <laughs> yes boy imagine the local eastbourne news um, a man was uh, a man was arrested earlier for unleashing the gods of war uh, yeah. on eastbourne <laughs> yeah wearing screaming a kettle- like screaming like king diamond wearing a kettle helmet and riding a dog <laughs> And um, Trial of Champions has got that fucking really cool breakdown in it that's got a Hammond organ behind it. Yeah. And it's like proper, like fucking, proper, like Lord of the Rings style, that man. 
I'll put a um, I'll put a note here about the baseline in Forest King. Like that was fucking awesome as well. It's almost like Eye of the Tiger esque. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like marching into fucking battle, isn't it? Yeah, man. This was this was a good album. I I thoroughly enjoyed this record, man. It was it was good. That's oh, a man, good idea, mate. I'm so pleased to hear that because yeah, I I you never really hear much about three inches of blood and like, it's a real shame because it's only kind of now that you start hearing how like sort of beloved they were um, for a lot of metal fans. And like this album was on Roadrunner. So it was, you know, they were, mm. they, they really looked like they were going somewhere. And then it was just the lineup changes, mate, the constant fucking lineup changes that I think like halted their, um, their like trajectory to the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah lose it. The, the loss of the harsh singer, bro, was uh, not not a good move. Like, I mean, to carry yeah. on without, I mean, you look, I would have liked to have sort of seen them replace the guy with someone else of sort of mm. a similar stature because I thought that the contrast in vocals was something that really set them apart. And yeah, I know what you, know. you mean. Um, you know what I mean? It felt it maybe felt like they wanted to just go in a more traditional heavy sure. metal style rather than because, like. The, the last album they did was literally called Long Live Heavy Metal. And, yeah. uh, it, like, there's a song in there called Metal Woman. There's a song called Leather Lord. I mean, it was, like, proper, like, fucking... Traditional as you can get, Priesty, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but, Daz, there's a track on... If you have a look on... There's another album called Advance and Vanquish. Yeah, That's there's a song on there well. called Destroy the Orcs, which is essentially <laughs> just like mate, you'll fucking be all over that, honestly. Oh, fucking destroy the orcs, mate. This is brilliant. So band. do you think, Daz, this album has would you go back to three inches of blood again after this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This? Oh, definitely, sick. definitely, mate. Yeah, man. Definitely, mate. I would. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know- definitely the earliest sort of stuff, the like the first couple of albums, this one, the one there's one before yeah. here, isn't there? And, and the one after. Advance sure. and Vanquish is the one before this. That's the one with Deadly Sinners on it. Yeah, um, man, that was fucking a tune, man. That was. Yeah, I think you'd really enjoy that album as well. So. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go and do that as well, mate. Oh, mate. That's that's relief. That's relief, lads. That's good, mate. Pouring, <laughs> pouring out of my forehead that you, <laughs> that you didn't fucking, that you didn't hate that. I. I do know what you mean about it being a bit long, mate. It, it's it's probably my only criticism. It could probably like that, but in defense, were like that, weren't they? Yeah. It, in defence, like Daz said, it doesn't feel fifty-one minutes. It's you get burst in it straight away. Yeah. And it you have it, it's oh, it's a fucking great album. But yeah, yeah I. Yeah. Uh... Oh, that's one for well, I'm one for one, lads. I can I can relax a bit now. That's that's good. Yes, mate. Yeah. Right, Defa. We're going on to now the album that I chose you. It is right. So, firstly, back in the sort of the early 2010s, there was like a massive resurgence amongst like that traditional heavy metal, wasn't there? Like uh, Enforcer, White Wizard. Um, yeah. And sort of those those sorts of bands, I'm sure there's some I'm missing out. Yeah, like Cauldron, um, Striker. There was all these sort of all these sort of bands that came along um, and sort of were, were traditionally new new sort of wave of heavy metal. This album is the best of any of those, in my opinion. It is uh, Chasing the Dream by Skullfist. Um, I'll just tell you a quick interesting fact, Def, how I found out about this band. Have you seen the film Deathgasm? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, so one of their songs um, played out the end credits on that film. Oh, right. Okay. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking sick. What is this? So I found it and I found the album. And uh, yeah, so Def, what did you think of Skullfish Chasing the Dream? I think you know what I thought, mate. It's a fucking great album. Yeah, it's fucking great. You know I'd like this. I knew, mate. I knew you would fucking love this album. Traditional heavy metal. What I first gained from this straight away was the band Haunt. It sounds very, very, very similar to that. Yeah, you know those clean vocals, lush, clean vocals, instantly catchy. And I think the focus sat 
Jack Slaughter. What a fucking name. <laughs> he's definitely one of my fave vocalists, mate. He's up there, man. Yeah, mate. it's just traditional heavy metal with it's literal time walk back to the 80s. It has you, 80s all over it. Mate, do you know what his vocals remind me of? Absolute prime fucking um, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Skid Row, yeah, got I've got so that. so much fucking power <clears throat> to his voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, yeah, that 80s feel, Skid Row, Wasp, Diano era, Maiden. It's that sort of sound. It's this easy listening, isn't it? It's an easy listening album. 37 minutes, nine yep. tracks, boom. Yeah. It's, um, I'll tell you what, another thing I, I think I, I prefer about this than a lot of those other ones is that this is produced so fucking heavy. Oh, like, yeah. It's like... The guitars are heavy. The drums are fucking heavy. Do you know what I mean? It's not like some of those like new wave of heavy metal albums are quite produced so that they sound like they're from the eighties. Do you know what I mean? This is I know like what you big, sound, but this is big sound. This is yeah. I mean the chorus. Yeah, I would love to hear these tracks like live. I think arena size choruses. I mean these will fit right in oh you know it mate and the solos as well man a fucking chef's kiss man they're superb yeah the guitar playing um, on this album is unbelievable <clears throat> them shredding oh, solos, oh mate. mate mate and yeah there was yeah i mean the first track was hour to live oh, catchy no. chorus <laughs> yeah great guitar tone lovely little solo thrown in too it's a great opening track yeah, mate. Um, bad to good. I think that was one that you said to me, hey, wasn't it? Bad for good is one of the best heavy metal songs <clears throat> ever written. Period. Like any any era, any time. Bad for good is a fucking heavy metal. You classic. know what I got from that? I got from that an eighties movie soundtrack. It had an eighties movie, like Karate Kid. You know the original. You could imagine Daniel Larusso pussying around with the birdies chasing, and this song playing as the matchmaking, if you don't, you, you understand what yeah, I'm getting yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's that sort of song. And I it's pictured so in my head LaRusso falling off his bike and fucking getting the shit kicked out of him when I was hearing this. And then it's... fighting his way back. Like, do you know and what fight, I mean? Yeah, like, when the chorus yeah. is keeping. Yeah, it has that, he had that feeling there. And again, another great solo. My favorite track was Call of the Wild. Ah, oh, it's a great track. It, it? it sounded like Maiden. It had a Maiden. It was more up tempo. The guitar melody was just fucking catchy as hell. The solo was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Love I love that. Mate, bad for, good is bad, for good. bad for Good is the one that plays out the end of Deathgasm. So that's oh, the is one, it? That's oh, that makes, the one on the, so when you said, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, that's the song that plays out on the on the end credits. Um, Don't Stop the Fight was uh, fucking the riff in that. Oh, my goodness me. That's definitely the heaviest on the album. Yeah, the drums are powerful as well, boy. Yeah, mate. And, uh, yeah, that is... And the instrumental track, Shred's Not Dead, that is... It, I think that just showcases how talented they are. Yeah. It's just instrumentally, everyone on the inch is just brilliant. And that track just is that and then mean street rider what a way to end proper anthem another yeah. great solo fucking solos all over it there's a great drum fill halfway in it's just yeah fucking yeah, mate. superb mate mean yeah mean street rider that's another i mean you can that's an 80s film isn't it like you can imagine yeah. fucking tom cruise on a motorbike mate like on the yeah. on the or like, like an 80s on the film like poster yeah, or the 80s TV series. It's that, yeah, it has yeah, that. One. With Kurt Russell. It has that. Thing. Yeah. With Kurt Russell, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, Jack like Burn, I said, yeah. you know, in my notes, you know, I've put, you know over, I'm hitting myself to why it's sake. Because I've heard of the band. I know the album. I know you were telling me for fucking years, <laughs> do this album, and I've never done. And it's, yeah, it's everything that i like it's got the you know that 80s feel which i like it's just a collection of songs that i will definitely go back to oh, and sick. definitely yeah. check out their catalogs so yeah i finally chased the dream and it was good yes come on lads two for two boop, boop, boop. let's go mate i'm i'm actually gonna write a uh, script for mean street rider this yes this we should fall, do it this fall justice has a new name 
Tom Selleck is Mean Street Rider. <laughs> PG-13 in cinemas now. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, Jim. Right, I can relax for the rest of the show now, lads. That's two for two. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased about that. Right, Daz. Let's fucking Hello. move on, my friend, to the albums that you picked. Um, let's do the one that you gave me first, because Def was just... Uh, Def can have a little breather there. Um, yeah, Def. So you gave me... What did you give me, Daz? I gave you um, All Shall Perish, uh, Waking the Dreamers. Now, just a little... I did actually ask Daz to give me some sort of like classic deathcore, because it's not really a genre I'm say not all that fussed with but i haven't gone into like i've not dug deep into it do you know what i mean so i was mm. like oh yeah it'd be interesting to hear what what you pick and so i was doing a little bit of reading about this does yeah. this was a bit of a controversial record was it not yeah 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 that's why i gave it to you because i sort of oh, um, i was going to give you the one previous this price of existence mm. which was heralded as a you know massive blueprint really um and a game changer but yeah i gave you i gave you this because it was a bit of a controversial record yeah yeah i saw like when it dropped there was like loads of fucking like beef that there was like cleans all over the vocals and there was no like <laughs> yeah, pig squeals and stuff like that <laughs> like yeah yeah mate i i fucking really enjoyed this album like a oh, whole dude, load more than like I expected it to because essentially Good. it's not really a deathcore record at all, is it? No, which is why I, because I switched this out for you like mm. at the last minute and I was like, no, you'll, you'll like this one because it's got like some sort of traditional heavy metal elements in it. Yeah. Um, did you, you get said, the bit that I was talking about? Yeah, man. So Daz said to me, there's a bit in here. You'll know what bit it is, mate. It has <laughs> to be, it has to be in, um, Black Gold Rain, where he lets yeah. off a fucking Rob Halford, like, <laughs> yeah. trad metal. Like, <laughs> yeah, mate. Like, yes, mate. That was it. And then I remembered about that, and I f- thought, that's fucking for Jim. He's going to love that. Yeah, man. Like, I always, I always, I've always thought he was anyway. Eddie Hamida is just one of the fucking best vocalists in extreme metal, isn't he? Like, oh, fucking mate. His range is phenomenal. Back, yeah, mate. <sighs> His range is phenomenal, yeah. mate. Like, honestly, um, the opening track on this, when life meant more, is like m- has got massive fucking spheres of madness, decapitated vibes about it. Like it's got yeah. that like stop, start, staccato, like riff, and it's yeah. fucking, it's fucking well good, mate. I was like, hold on, this is just like pure death metal. This there's no like. <sighs> They were such a fucking good band, Jim. Back in the day, it was they were um, they were my favourite band, like one of my favourite bands of all time. I think. Well, you've named your um, Twitter handle after him, innit? Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> it's like what Jim said. Like they're just, you know, that that album had like a bunch of everything in it, which is yeah. why I think it was so controversial because people were going fucking bananas about that. They weren't happy with the Halford vocals, mate, and the cleans and all that sort of stuff. Like imagine not imagine not being happy with a band pushing a really limited genre. Like fucking hell, you don't yeah. want to listen to the same what, um, beat down. What, what number album was this one? Two. Oh uh, well album number it was three, really. They did a they did um can't remember what it was called now. They did do one before the price of existence. And what were they remember. like compared to this? Well, they, they had a different vocalist back then. And it was <clears> kind of like, um, it's been such a long time since I heard it, but it was nothing like what they sound like. Ah, right, was, okay. But kind of. It was it was weird. Yeah, so, I mean, like, <clears throat> this album's got, there's influences from, like, Fear Factory, Meshuggah, Decapitated. Yep. There's, like, that same song that we are just talking about, Black Gold Rain, it's got, like, fucking Opeth section in it where it goes all, like, clean and, like, it's mad, mate. Yeah. Another thing I didn't think would be the case, the musicianship on this is fucking phenomenal. Like, the guitar playing borders on tech death at times. Like, it's so, like... like it's, yeah, mate. It, it, like, they're seriously impressive fucking musicians. And there's, like... Uh, let me find it. <clears throat> there's a really cool, like, little fucking... 
uh, like two-handed tapping bass run in one of the tracks, like that just hits you and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. Like they're much better. I think they're much better musicians than the deathcore tag gives them credit for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was like, I mean, look, I mean, there there wasn't like to me back then, because this album dropped in like 2008 and um, like, I don't really remember being too fussed about deathcore back then. Like it wasn't like, I mean, I think you obviously had Carnifex were about at that point. Mm. And all shall perish, and as as blood runs black did like a massive album with Allegiance, but it wasn't. Yeah, that was a wicked album. That I don't remember Deathcore being like kind of what it is now. There was only like a handful, like a couple of bands. It was a bit of a niche thing, I think, back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Agreed. Um, <clears throat> these, um, the title track on this is fucking wicked, mate. There's like loads of shred on it. There's like yeah that's the track but there's like little um techie bass runs on there um yeah there's some really cool like fucking i don't know if it's eddie hamida who does the backup vocals that are layered behind it but there's like so he's got his harsher vocals but then there's like these really like atmospheric cool cleans that he does behind and it adds so much to like just a bloke going <laughs> like do you know what i mean like it's, <laughs> yeah. there's so much more <laughs> There's so much more scope to the to to the to this sound than a lot of a lot of deathcore. You can see why they were probably the pinnacle, the elite, a lot yeah, of like, were, despised man. icon and stuff. Um, like, there's not many other of these sort of bands uh, who would be able to pull off a track like "Memories of the Glass Sanctuary." Like, yes, mate. That's such a curveball. Um, yes, mate. It really reminds me of like uh, like the creepier, slower Slipknot tracks. Yeah, um, and it's got like it's like all the whole track is all cleans, all clean guitar tones and stuff. Um, yeah, that was a real curveball as well. Um, the production on this is fucking really good. It's like super clean, but mm. it's but it's still like really hefty and heavy as well. So I, I find with like a lot of the, especially the early deathcore, um, yeah. it can sound a bit messy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't really like them fucking sub drops that a lot of it have in it. And it just like makes everything sound like a complete mess sometimes. So like the production was a really nice, like really nice surprise as well. Um, Also mate, 35 minutes is perfect run time for this. Yeah, mate. Like that's what I mean. Like what, you know, it like comes in, it don't like your attention doesn't waver at any point. Like it's, it just that that's a perfect run time. Um, Yeah, man. I enjoyed this fucking loads more than i expected to um because Six essentially months. it's not a deathcore record no i don't think so from a but it's from a band that i thought would be a deathcore so it's yeah it's open yeah. my eyes mate and yeah i'll go and check out um i'll go and check out that uh the well, i'm gonna i'm gonna check album. out that after that description i'm gonna check it out mate, you'll, like, really like you'll, like it, you'll really yeah, like yeah, it you'll really yeah I'll, I'll, I'll have i'll have some of that yeah yeah <clears throat> jeez man we're free we're free for free here boys so uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well then, Daz, what did you give uh, Defa? Um, I gave Dan the Man um, Shy Halud's um, classic uh, That Within Blood Ill Tempered, which is a hell of a fucking title. Hell of a title and hell of an album, mate. I think it's going to oh, be sick. four and four, mate. Oh, sick. Really? Yeah, really. Again, you know, it's a band that's been on my radar. I've heard a couple of tracks. Some of couple of tracks on here did sound familiar, yeah. but I, I know that you've raved about this band mm. um, for a while, and yeah, I was pleased that you gave it to me because it's something different for me. I mean, yeah, I was worried about kind of how you'd get on with it. Yeah, it's an album you really got to concentrate on. I found that. I mean, doing the notes for it was like I said to you boys isn't it it was it was tough because there's a lot fucking <laughs> yeah. going on man yeah but um it's like yeah how would well, wait they class themselves as neoclassical metal coreization which <laughs> I think, when I think you it, hear that it makes sense yeah it, it didn't I think this album dropped in like 2003 was Three, it 2003? yes it's yeah and and that yeah, was like six when, years that was when like metalcore <laughs> Like there was 
that was they were sort of like the last bastion of the old that you know the OG the old, style sound yeah. and stuff like um like turmoil and shit like that. Yeah. You know, so it's like the tr- traditional metalcore without breakdowns or anything. I had oh, this, yeah. oh I had Shy Halut down as like a um melodic hardcore band for some reason they they are they are in that category as well yeah i thought it different like you jim so when i was hearing it it was like at times it was a bit i don't know would you say deftonesy early sort of deftone ish but then it's not really it's sort of got the hardcore feel and punk feel in there well their earlier stuff was like um because they had Chad Gilbert, who left. That's it. He done the first album. He done the first album. Okay. He done. Yeah, he done the first album. Yeah, which was like proper, like sort that of was ninety-seven. Yeah, shit. that, yeah, like, that was ninety-seven. Proper. So this album, I mean, this was a fucking what I was reading. It was a ball ache. It took <laughs> six years to do. They it, it was done <laughs> yeah. in two thousand and two, and they had so many issues internally, like with the band. It yeah. didn't get released till 2003. So there's a lot of bands and a lot of stuff that's come out between that time. Mm. So they probably were under pressure when they put this out because they left it quite a bit of a gap. They, they, they can't, they're one of those bands that like sort of, um, like what Jim was saying with Three Inches of Blood, like they are massively beloved in the community that yeah. they serve. They're heralded yes. as, as legends, but... They never got to that trajectory because of lineup changes. I think the next album after that, they had a different vocalist. And the and next album it. after that, they had a different vocalist. And then the latest they album keep brought Chad Gilbert back. Oh, right. Okay. And he's back on it. So, yeah, it's just constant sort of changing and chopping and changing. The thing is, mate, you can, with lineup changes, you can kind of get away with it if it's a guitarist changing on every album or a bass, but not a, you can't change a vocalist on fucking every album. Because people, yeah. people become really attached to a vocalist. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like if, I mean, if Shy Halud lost Matt Fox, it wouldn't be Shy Halud. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All the, all the stuff. But yeah, the, vocalist what, on, what you mean, Jim. the vocalist on here was was it Gert van der Velder? Yeah, that's on it, this yeah. album. He was, he's probably so, my favourite, to be honest. He was good. He was very good. He's, I mean, it's, there's a lot of emotions on this, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of what the songs are about in it like faith religion yeah. loneliness suicide it's like depressing yeah but, <laughs> but some of the songs are like yeah some of the songs are like that but i think the way it's like that one sort of tempo uh vocal in it it doesn't yeah. sort of change no, it's the no. same it's like architects isn't it yeah, like yeah, the, yeah the exactly last like couple the cast couple of albums where it's like one tone sort of thing yeah, there's so no, it, there's no range on the vocals it's so not it's no it's so over your sound yeah melodic it's got these you know your slow mellow bits but when they do amp it up it's fucking powerful yeah you can really yeah. feel it feel it you know they got um i don't know if it's me but they had like an off kilter type sound to the guitars. Yeah, the, it's it's sort it doesn't it, it's They're, sort yeah. I, I felt I that it, yeah, like a kind of, of how that, like the snapcase and stuff like that might yeah, help, it's, help yeah. slightly. So you yeah, you just sort of yeah. It doesn't not all of it, but some of it has that sort of thing to it. But I quite. I quite like that because again, you don't know what you're going to get in say each verse in each corner, if it's going to be normal off or go somewhere completely different. So uh, yeah, you know, loads of atmosphere, the additional yeah. background vocals help as well. The mm. standout trip for me, I thought the best track was two and 20 misfortunes. Yeah. That's a good tune. I yeah. thought that, you know, there was bite in the vocals. The riffs were ramped up. It had like, a sort of kill switch engage type sound to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what I yeah. gained from that. So, uh, yeah, they were there's like some funny, issues. funny album names on this, wasn't it? The song names are quite, they're quite long. Willing oneself to forget what cannot otherwise be forgiven. Proper early <laughs> 2000s, that does, isn't it? Oh, Mate. I used to love all that shit. Like Norma Jean had 
some fucking mad ones on yeah, that first yeah, album. Yeah. Like one of these days, I'll figure out that the world doesn't revolve around me. And da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. yeah. One watch. night I went to that... London and it took me three hours to get home, and like I nearly got stabbed. <laughs> 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 and eventually, I went to bed at three thirty in the morning. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that track it starts fast paced, powerful vocals slows to a more melodic melodic sound still remains catchy um i think the opening track scornful of the motives and virtue of others infectious groove all throughout the that's, drum that's sound my, powerful that's my favorite track that one it's that a great opening track yeah fucking brutal. Can, you could imagine that live just being like fucking drum gosh. sound mental in that yeah guitar to tones sort of match the mood mm. and i quite like that and then you've got uh whether to cry or destroy yeah, this heavy, chuggy riffs again match the tone of the vocals, and that one it goes at like different paces, reacting to his emotions. Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's very clever how it's done like that. So it was an album afterwards. Like when I took the headphones off, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, but it's I think it's more because I think it's because I had to write notes for it. I think yeah. if I wasn't writing notes for it. It would be easier, but because I felt not under pressure. Yeah, I know what you mean. I wanted to. I wanted to do it sort of justice, and yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. I had to keep sort of stopping it at times to make sure this stuff was coming in my head. I was writing it down. It is a hard album to. I said to you in the group chat. I was like, I actually dropped it out of my goat list because I was just like the fucking notes for it. It's quite difficult to write notes. It through. is diff- It is it is difficult, but I liked it. I I I really liked it. I enjoyed it, and it's not that long. It's about thirty something minutes, 37, 39 minutes or something. Yeah. yeah, it's not that long, and I think one of the tracks is like what seven and a half minutes long. Yeah, the last <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, one of the yeah, last ending ones, the yeah. perpetual tragedy. Yeah, it's like seven minutes fifty. Yeah, but again, it's yeah. I was I was impressed with it, mate. It's uh the lyric are a bit mad as well aren't they a lot of people sort they of, are like, mad quite pretend they're almost done like in a sort of Will, uh william shakespeare sort of yes type of way yeah aren't they? Like, yeah yeah quite difficult but i liked it mate i i thought it was good it's not you know that sort of early metalcore yeah man i love metalcore but you're sort of like the expert more of the expert on this era metalcore and yeah it was nice to um it's literally all i grew up with really to be honest, yeah in my and it, it was nice to do something something a bit different because it's not yeah. something that I would always sort of listen to. So and this is why this swap thing has been a good idea, mate, because yeah. I I would I wouldn't have thought all shall perish were gonna be like that. You wouldn't have thought Shy Halud were gonna be like that. Daz probably wouldn't have thought he'd enjoy you know yeah. a traditionally heavy sort of metal album. So it's it's absolutely it's nice to pick stuff that we think the others will like. Yeah, but there's an element of risk to it at the same time. But yeah, I think we sort of know each other's taste well enough now, and sort of where where they've gone or where they've been to to know what we'll like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, even with most stuff, you can take positives away from anything, can't you? Really, even if you're just like, yeah, it's a miserable record, but. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean we're never going to give each other something we know we're going to fucking hate so that's not something we do but otherwise it's just all we? <laughs> well we're four for four then Def, are you feeling the pressure now mate like at the end like as i am feeling the, i am feeling the pre- <laughs> i am feeling the pressure mate because i just yeah it'll be interesting to see what he says about my one yeah that was that that's, was an interesting one mate that is that's the one album that i think there might be some like it might be a little bit okay that so that's the one but we'll we'll get to that but um, yeah we'll get there defa who do you want to start with mate what album do you want to kick off your two with we will do should we do you jim yeah that's cool with me mate yeah yeah um what record did you give me i i gave you the fantastically named decapitator with a K. The storm before the calm. Yeah, with a man. K. I haven't even heard that, and, uh, man. I hadn't mate, heard of them. I hadn't heard of them until five, six years ago. And I bought, I was looking for a Megadeth album. Uh, I think it was 13 I wanted. And the only good price I found was 13 
and it come with this album. So he was obviously selling the two albums, and I think oh, I paid okay. a fucking six quid or something like that. And it was one of them, and it was like decapitate. I thought I've never heard of them, but I thought the cover looks fucking sick. Got matey boy there cutting the bloke's head off. Mate, the geezer, it's right? just a mad the bloke on the front, cover, man. the decapitator, right? He's massive, right? He's a big man, but his his traps are made of skulls, so they're not muscles; they're fucking skulls. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> that's like, oh fucking God. sick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and he's just yeah. lopping and stuff. And it was just yeah, and it, and it was yeah, it was one of these. You know, I've never, and I think it took me a while to actually listen to it, but then when I did, I mean. Well, I won't say what I think, so but let's hear what you think, Jim. This was on Relapse as well, which is a fairly yeah. sizable fucking label. Um, I mean, it's they're from the Bay Area, aren't they? So this is like yeah. proper fucking Bay Area thrash, mate. Exodus, Overkill, Sodom, Testament, early Metallica vibes. Like, Def, this album's fucking sick. I knew you'd like it. It was oh. difficult to pick for you because you're not fucking Wikipedia. You've done every fucking album near enough. But, mate, I had so problems it, picking one for you. I that? know. I know. It was thinking, you what album? Since we were fucking 11. Like, I was, it, it was stressful for you picking an album because I just thought, Jesus Christ. And I thought, there's surely not you've heard of this album because I hadn't until I got it that time. Yeah, yeah. Mate, this but is it's got everything. Wicked. It's everything that... Yeah, like you said, the Bay Area. I mean, that opening track, that is Justice for All Metallica. That intro is just, oh, before the vocals come in, my God. And I'll then it turns what, like Minstable Waste style yeah, vocals, mate, isn't it? I'll tell you what I love about um, something Daz would really fucking like about this as well. Them vocals are like a cross between Donald Tardy from Obituary and uh, Paul Bailoff, yeah. um, the uh, original Exodus singer. Like, he's got that death metal bite to his voice he really at, at times it really sounds like a bitchery like from from a vocal yeah. side um the production on this is fucking really raw and savage as well isn't it but it, it is sounds mate, yeah like welcome it's to the heavy, tone zone baby on those guitars right? <laughs> <laughs> those, those guitars are fucking tone zone yeah man <laughs> them tones are thick mate like there's like loads of death. Something that me and you like both say we love about Thrash is when stuff goes like half time and four four, and it just like stomps along. Yeah, yeah, there's loads. Of, yeah, there's loads of that on this, mate. There? All over it. Like they they just go from like super fast Thrash into those like half like four four stompy bits so well, man. Like it's yeah, I'm really impressed with this, mate. Um, it's a shame that this. Was it from them? I was going to, I've got, I was going to say right at the end, mate, but because you said, what fuck, what happened to this band? Fuck knows. They just disappeared from the face of the earth. They had one album, bef- their debut was mm. 1999 and this was 2007. Yeah, not and then, the best of times. But... Nah, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's a shame really, because I mean, I think these could have been something, man. I think these yeah. could have made, they could have made a mark, man, especially now. I mean, it, mate, any band, right, with, with members called Matt Helfing, Andy Maniac, and Dan Bulldoze <laughs> is like, is a fucking winner in my book. Uh, yeah. Talking, let's go back to the vocals quickly, Death. There's a track called Death, Star, uh, Death Strike Command. He goes Command, super yeah. fucking Tom Araya, where he's like, yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just fucking spits them lyrics out, mate. Like, you know the way Tom Araya does when he goes super fast? Yeah, it's fucking quick. Yeah. There's um the first three tracks on here, mate, I think are fucking 10 out of 10. Opening three tracks, unreal. Yeah, there's um on that Slayer influence as well, there's loads of Kerry King and Jeff Hanneman influence on those solos oh. as well. There's like loads of dive bombs and fucking like harmon- pinched harmonics. And it's, yeah, it's so good. Um, well, you know, we were saying about those, my favourite bit, Def, on the record, you know, we were talking about like those mid-tempo riffs. There's yeah. one that comes in about two minutes into Toxic Sanctuary. And it's like, yes. <laughs> yes. that that, that that's rip. probably my favorite track. I think Toxic Sanctuary is my favorite oh, track. I nearly dived out the window, mate, when that mate, it's in. unreal, <laughs> isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those albums you will laugh when you're listening to it because it's just got yeah. everything you want in a Death Rash type album. Agreed, mate. There's um, 
run with the pack uh that track is about as perfect as thrash gets i've got written down yeah. here like yeah the solo just as the solo kicks in like the fucking singer introduces the solo by going thrash and then yeah. like, <laughs> like <laughs> the solo comes in. oh mate and it just goes it goes like super metallica after that oh that? mate oh, oh it's fucking up that's i honestly think you would fucking love this as well mate yeah, it sounds like it's, it's up super fun. mate it's Aggressive just it's fun it's a fun, fun. album it's fun as fuck man but yeah, you will yeah. love it you'll literally keep going back it's just a great album it's fucking super 40 minutes as well it's nothing i think as well def um there's some really nice touches of like melody sprinkled through it as well to stop it becoming yeah. like one dimensional. Like there's a track "Eye of the Storm," which is a cool instrumental interlude. Yeah, um, and it sounds minutes, like yeah. something Testament were doing on their earlier albums, like those yeah. eerie, like do you know what I mean? Those instrumental breaks. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, Def, I lied about Toxic Sanctuary being. Uh, Earth Scorcher has got a mid-tempo riff that's the best on this album. Like, oh my yes. god, that riff, mate! <sighs> I, mate, honestly, I've just got literally written overall top-notch, super aggressive thrash record. If you're into thrash in any way, this is a must-check out. Like, yeah, perfect. It's 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 mad to think, right? I think about this that there could be thousands of albums out there like this that we've never heard that could be one of your favourite records. And I hope people will start writing in Twitter and telling us about some of these albums we've never heard, because I want to hear more like this. This like is one album, doing, one album right? wonders or two album wonders. Mm. But That's yeah, why this, we're doing this, to un yeah. unearth gems, isn't it? Exactly. And this is an unearthed gem, mate. It's fucking superb. I remember listening to it thinking, oh my goodness me. And when we decided to do this format, this was the album for you. I thought it's got to be this. It Man. has to be. Same with Skullfish for you. I knew instantly that was the record I was giving you. I didn't change yeah, yeah. my mind once on it. I was like, Def, I has to hear Skullfish, mate. I'm telling you. Like, yeah. So um, the storm before the calm is a great, <laughs> that's a fucking that's a great point. name for right, a record. Because yeah. it essentially just means this guy's just gone around chopping loads of people's heads off and then it's all quiet again after because there's no one left to kill like it's <laughs> <laughs> so what a lad yeah mate so that's decapitator storm before the calm right final album and i think this right well you know you boys take it away go on go on i'm interested to hear this from old darren <laughs> but i gave him one of my and jim's favorite bands probably mm -hmm. of all time yeah. and it i'd done this album on purpose because I felt this was the beginning of Paradise Lost getting to that next level. They probably weren't there yet, mm. but it's, you know, they're coming off a fucking album in 91. Uh, what was it? Uh, Gothic. Yeah. Which was very highly um, thought of, but I gave Darren Shades of God. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious that, now Daz. this is serious mate this Talk is serious how did you find now, it mate. how did you find it Daz? um i thought it was pretty it was pretty all right like it wasn't like what because i've never heard of them before mm. so when i listened to it i was like okay this is like you can tell that because like, they're a bit like old they're old school in it like my dying bride and all that so yeah, you can tell they've got that gothic tone, so they're not the originators, man. Yeah, so I could hear like a lot of stuff in like modern day bands that I like now, like that we all know and love, like Hooded Menace stuff. There's a lot of Hooded Menace sort of stuff in this, and yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty decent, you know. Um, the opener, Mortals Watch the Day. Oh, mate, like, that is fucking unreal. That. Yeah, it was a bit of a curveball because it starts out proper fucking thrashy and I was like, oh, I'm into this. And it's like it, death thrash, yeah. Yeah, it's proper death thrash and then it like slows right down, mate. And then there's like that delicious solo, mate. Delicious. And the bass line, it is delicious, man. Paradise Lost fucking rule at solos, mate, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. well, that that is... I mean, that they definitely do do. 
Um, <laughs> you said do do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I mean, leveling, leveling with you, um, both of you. I've never really been a massive Nick Holmes fan, ever. Um, but I've I've not. I say that ever, but I've not heard Paradise Lost until this point. But I had heard Bloodbaths, yeah. Um, grand morbid funeral and i fucking can't get on with that cunt to be honest with you <laughs> with, his, his death metal vocals are not they're not the traditional guttural vocals are they do you know what i mean yeah no they're no. very different um, yeah. i can appreciate it um i can appreciate his vocal style for yeah. what it is do you know what i mean i'm not yeah, gonna yeah. sit here and like shit on the man yeah but there there there's no other vocals like that in that i've ever heard before they're just no. not some I just, I just, they don't resonate with me. Um, they definitely. That said, they definitely bloody suit Paradise Lost better than Bloodbuff. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I was just like, oh, this is made for that sort of vocal style. I don't think um, Bloodbuff really. Um, what sort of compliments his vocal style? Yeah, I it's agree. Interesting, you say that, does because this is the album where he started to draw back from those death metal growls. So this Shades of God and then the one after this icon is a lot more melodic and a lot more accessible. And he yeah. really started singing a lot more on the next album. Right, cool. So that's kind of interesting because I'll, I'll go and have a listen to that as well because that, that sounds quite cool because I'd be I, interested to sort of hear what every like. album after that you'll start hearing progression then you've mm. got Draconian Times which obviously we've mentioned before yeah which is that's our goat one and that is a different sound to this uh, they know you know the they do that so well no album really Sounds the same because they change yeah. it up. I yeah. like this. Like, I mean, there was a point in this where I thought I'm going to fucking start making my face up like Brandon Lee and I'm going to start karate chopping people from the rooftops. <laughs> that's it how gothic that, it, it was, mate. It's got yeah, that mate. atmosphere in it. And that's what Paradise Lost do so well. They bring the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the the solo on Crying for Eternity, mate, I was just like, oh, almost made me cry, mate. Yeah, wicked, isn't it? Yeah, um, there's a lot of good shit on this fucking record, man. That's for sure. Gregor McIntosh is the guy who does the um, the solo. His his solo styling, mate, is fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. he's got that wah wah sound. Like his solos yeah. are drenched yeah. in it, mate, and it's so good. He um, interesting enough, mate. Interesting enough, does he also went on to form a old school death metal band called Valon Fire. Mm. Uh, who've got like a HM2 fucking sound, uh, and they oh, are shit. sick, mate. Balanced Did you know that, yet. Dan? I have heard of them, but I don't think I've ever checked them out. Oh, you, yeah, oh. you love the old HM2. I like yeah. the old HM2. Sweet Death, mate. Sweet Death, innit? Yeah, man. Yeah. You'd love Valentine, um, mate. I, I, like, I like this record. As I Die is my favourite song on there. The record great track. The closer, great, mate. Fucking great track. Hell, mate. Same, my mate. soul, it has best. no price. I was like, fucking. Yeah, superb. Yeah, man. I mean, I, when did. I didn't actually check to see when, when this album was released, but it must 92. Have been, I was going to say 1992. early 90s, isn't it? Early yeah. bloody 90s. Um, mm. I would have been like seven. I think it was their third album, if I'm correct. Yes, it was, mate. Lost Paradise, Gothic. Yeah. Mate, they this. released their first four records uh, one year after the other. So from 1990 wow. to 1993, they'd released four records, which is Bloody hell. making moves, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you can tell that they're like, as I said, you can tell that this um, band and this record were sort of pit, pit pivotal for, you know, Death Doom as it sort of is like that you can yeah. see it like, yeah. even from fucking however many years on like 20 years 25 years on 30 years on you know yeah. you can still there's elements into the, the sounds that i love in bands that we listen to now so that was they are one of the influences good. they are one of that genre the doom in yeah. general they're one of the influences for sure and like it's like what you said with all with all these sort of picks like it's something that like i would never like pick you wouldn't listen to it no you wouldn't go yeah 
exactly you know I mean? yeah and i think that's why i wanted to give you something slightly different yeah mate and maybe at times a bit controversial i mean yeah but did def did you also pick this Daz has mentioned Hooded Menace in there. Did you also pick this because of how much Daz has fallen in love with Death Doom over the last Death Doom, year? of course it is. I think, you yeah. know, these are the Doom masters. Yeah, mate. And Daz has really been on that Death Doom vibe. So it was always going to be something along these lines. And I just mm. felt this album had that right blend of everything. Oh, yeah, definitely does. It fucking definitely, definitely did yeah, have all that. It's got the That's death. Sure. It's got that sort of death metal thrashy side. It's got that doom side. It's got that ambience about it. It's got the slowed down sort of it, sections. It's a lot got of dense atmosphere on here as well. In lot of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh it yeah, good. It was a good album, mate. I wanted to be in Gotham. They're City. a great band, mate. They're a fucking phenomenal band, mate. I think yeah. Yeah, that's it's good. That's good. If you got into Shades of God, which is not the one after the two after this, mate, Icon and draconian times i think yeah. you will fucking love them there's yeah. they're a lot more accessible uh, a lot more melodic um and yeah. there's more changes of pace to the songs as well yeah um so yeah. i think you'd love them this really reminds me does when yeah, I, I um gave you cradle of filth to listen to and you were <laughs> yeah. like and i thought oh he's gonna hate this and then you came back and you were like oh i really you can hear bits of like in shadow of intent now you can hear bits yeah, of mate. like the influence so yeah this yeah mate, it's that's fucking, fucking really cool that you that you sick. uh that you dug this yeah man i was fucking into it i'm happy i'm i'm chuffed mate yeah, i am good. chuffed that you like this mate yeah it was a fucking good pick mate like, i totally totally liked it i'll tell you what this show has been this has been a, a victory for how <laughs> how much we know about each other's music tastes yeah man definitely you know I, I think it's good to like, um, like it's like what you said before. It's good to have a sort of when we came up with this concept. Like it's good to have this so that you throw like a bit of a curveball at mm. people, and you have Stepping to sit down out and your comfort to it zone and isn't take it? shit away from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all about that growth, exactly. Honey. I mean, I didn't think Death would be stepping out of his comfort zone, but I did. I did. I was like, he has to hear this record like that. And that, so next time, next time we do this between us three, I might try and find something a bit more out, something that Defa wouldn't particularly maybe go for. I'm going to have to have a That's probably what I'm going to have to go Mm. for. Yeah. I think it has to be with me and you. I've got a fucking great one for Daz if he hasn't done it. Oh, my goodness. I've got a sick one for Daz as well. Right up your street, mate. It's (laughs) fucking right up your street, mate. Bonus central, mate. You're going to get get me so, like, throbbing, mate. We're going to just have to sack off the Twitter list and just be like, we're doing another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate, sorry everyone. Who if you haven't done there. this, if you haven't done the album I've given you, mate, honestly, bonus central. And that's that's the truth, mate. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely do it. We'll get um we'll get a couple of couple of bods on because we've got a couple of people long overdue, haven't we? That we yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, on, we'll so. sort we'll sort them out. Yeah, we'll hit up we'll on. hit up people um towards the towards the start of next year about doing doing this because i'm really like we said with uh decapitator i really want to find some hidden gems that people like uh, that people love that that we've never heard before that's where really it's like I'm... you said jim there's probably fucking loads yeah, out there yes mate that sound there's there's hundreds and hundreds of albums that sound like decapitator probably much better that we've never heard of before and there might and be like, stuff in styles, Def, that you think, oh, I don't like that style. But then there might be an album that fucking just clicks. Go, Whoa, wait a minute. This is a bit like this is a bit like internet charity shopping, isn't it? Where you <laughs> want to just go into a shop <laughs> and see is, if mate. you're gonna get like it's like going to a boot sale, but you're yeah, bringing yeah, people boot, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you yeah. fucking selling? <laughs> it is, mate. And just picking some shit up that you've like. <laughs> yeah. You never Some... you don't know whether it's going to get you a load of money on the Antiques Roadshow or it's just going to be a pile of shite. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's, like, it's like an adventure, mate. Everyone likes an adventure. Yeah, this show, Bangers and Swaps, is going to be an absolute adventure next year, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to getting fucking some bods on, man, from Twitter. I am, and mate. And chatting to him. Yeah, man. yeah, me too. There's some, yeah. I reckon there's going to be some people who will be, be fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there we go. The pilot episode of Bangers and Swaps done. 
an overwhelming success with uh with no album savage <laughs> i can i can sleep well tonight now yeah. um so yeah we're the um, <laughs> we've got some fucking mega cool fucking interview guests coming up over the next uh Ooh. three weeks or so so uh we have and Ooh. some other shit as well aren't we yeah mate keep yeah we got a lot of shit keep your uh keep your mincy pies open over on uh social media <sighs> Mince pies, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that. Well, uh, oh, I tell you what, guys, we might be talking about food in the future, mightn't we? So, yeah. We might, can you see, can you see yes. how my like infantile brain just like goes on a fucking absolute <laughs> tangent? Like you're trying to like close the show. And I'm like, yeah, fucking mince pies, bitch. But mince pies are relevant, mate, for something we've got coming up, isn't it? So, yes, yeah, for a man. special episode, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. God, they are up there as well. So keep your eyes open uh, on our social media, Twitter at Bangers P, Facebook and Instagram. Just search up Bangers and Mosh Podcast. You'll find us there. We're always fucking super active on there. So come and chat. We love all that shit. And uh, start having a think of your lost gems, forgotten albums, stuff that you think that we'll love. Um, and we'll be hitting you all up to come on, yeah. to come on next year. We're coming for you. And happy yeah. Carcass Day, everybody. Happy Carcass Day. To you too, Day. Thanks, man. And to you, Defa. We wish you a merry caucus. So thanks for tuning in to Bangers and Marsh, helping to keep heavy music alive. And we'll be back again soon. Peace out. Be for victory. (laughs) 